future of podcasts. Move is about to begin with your hosts. Patient Zero and Nikki P. Oh, you guys ready? Hey, 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 that's right. Yeah. Hey, Wednesday night, come on, let's get the vibes right, let's get the energy right, ladies and gentlemen, yes indeed, yes indeed, it is July 27th, 2022, we are back with another show, and this is Mixture of Variety Entertainment, Mixture of Variety, the podcast, Mixture of Variety, whatever you want to call it, just Google us if you don't know what it is. Google us. If you don't know what it is, ask somebody, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Patient Zero. Please give it up one time. All right, all right. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? What is going on? What is happening? I hope everybody had a good day. Hope everybody's enjoying their week. It's midweek, right? Hump day. Speaking of hump day, next week, next Wednesday, a week from today, the sex show will return, ladies and gentlemen. The sex show will return. I know we've been, we haven't really been, uh, you know, we've been slacking. We've been slacking on the sex show. So all that means is that we're going to bring it and we're going to go above and beyond bigger, badder, and better than ever before. All right. That's all that means. Just so you guys know. Just so you guys know. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to discuss ways to survive the apocalypse. Ways to survive the end of the world. And I just feel like it's a morbid topic, but it's something that we can talk about. Because in the next couple years, the next few years, Agenda 2030 and everything else that's going on in this world, this crazy, crazy world, you never know what's going to happen. So I say you can never project the future. You can't predict the future. But you can definitely prepare for the future. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. But before we get into that, I just want to let everybody know that we got new shows Mondays and Wednesdays at around 9 or 10 p.m. Depends if you're watching the live show. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern on CastBox.fm. You can just go to any browser and type in CastBox.fm at like 901. Check under Livecast and you'll see Mixture of Variety and we are there live. And that is Monday and Wednesday. And then if you can't catch the live show, it's uploaded on Spotify by 10 p.m. Eastern. All right. So we got Manic Monday. Sometimes we got Sunday Spirituality. It really depends. I got to start doing that more often. But that's like been every other week, not every week. Sunday Spirituality. Look out for that. The times all change and stuff like that. Manic Monday. And then Wednesday is usually the sex show. If not, then we do a crazy show like this. But the best way to find out what exactly we're talking about and if you're interested in that topic since it is a variety show and we talk about anything from mental health and, and uh, addiction to having sex with gay midget aliens there might be some topics that you're not interested in right if we're, t- if we're talking about everything we're touching on everything like r kelly there might be some topics that you're not interested in and that's why you should follow us on instagram 
the only social media account that we have. So that's where we advertise and promote our the shit out of our show. You know, there's other ways too. We do on Fiverr and Google ads and YouTube ads and shit like that. But if you want to find out anything about the show and you want to see some of the craziest banners of your life, then definitely check out our IG. Our Instagram is at Mixture of Variety. You probably could have guessed that, at Mixture of Variety. All right, that way you'll be in the know. Speaking of being in the know, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Nikki P returns. That's right, Nikki P returns to our YouTube show. Yes, indeed. That's a beautiful thing, you know, Nikki P back in the building. Um, And we're going to talk about some stuff. I don't even want to tell you. It's too exclusive. Too exclusive, you know. But that's that's two days from now. Definitely check out for that. Look out for that and check us out, I mean. Um, And then also, just uh, for your information or a PSA, if you will, Monday, there will not be a Manic Monday show because your boy Patient Zero is going to be on... Real Talk with Jay, a new podcast with my girl Jay, the Patriot. She has a new podcast. Um, she's had a podcast for a while. I think she's had a podcast even before we did. Um, and so now it's back in effect, and it's bigger and badder than ever. So I'm um, definitely looking forward to that, and I'm going to be a guest on that. And that's August 1st. And then August 3rd, like I said, is a Wednesday, and that's going to be the sex show. And then August 5th, next Friday, we have our special guest, Jungle Justin, from Canada, our boy from Canada, um, he is uh, basically a part of the show now. He's going to be doing the show like once a month. Um, so that is a beautiful thing as well. And he's going to be bringing a lot of knowledge and insight to the show. And we're going to be talking about even more topics that we thought we can never bring you and we never discussed. I mean, it's hard, like doing a show for two and a half years. You know, people think, oh, do you ever run out of topics? No, we never run out of topics. Do you ever run out of conversations, talking to people? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing. So now we're going to have even more crazy, insane, lit, epic topics for you guys. And one of them starts right now. Today we are talking about how to survive the apocalypse, how to survive the end of the world. And like I said, it's a crazy world out there. You just never know. And you can't predict the future, but you can definitely plan. I feel like at this point, if you even if you're not like one of those crazy conspiracy theorists, preppers right like the end of the 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 world preppers like the end of the world preppers came out i think they started they were probably always a a thing they were probably always you know like out there um but it wasn't public until about the y2k situation when everybody thought it was going to turn from 1999 into 2000 and it was going to be um absolute chaos and all the computers were going to crash and everyone was going to lose their money and the stock market was going to crash and people didn't know what to do about that. And obviously we all lived through that. No problem. I think it started from that point. Um, and then obviously fast forward, you know, the more internet, uh, started being more of a thing and people were using it more and using it, uh, um, for a tool of knowledge and sharing knowledge. (laughs) a lot more information came out as far as prepping and, you know, people that actually do that for a living. Um, and there's a certain amount of prepping that you can do that I think is smart. And then there's some that is just like, you really never know what's going to happen. I mean, do you want to really hoard? You know what I mean? Like, do you, you want to like prep and have the stuff that you have for, you know, let's say like a month or something like that, just in case shit really hit the fan. Or are you, do you have like an underground Walmart? 
You know what I mean? I think that's a little bit too much. Because if you have an underground Walmart, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. You can have all that, and people are going to find out that you have that. And when the end of the world comes, they're going to know exactly where to go. They're not even going to have to go anywhere if they can't travel by car because it's, uh, you know, doomsday, nuclear, bomb went off, apocalypse, you know, whatever it is, and you can't even travel. They'll know exactly where to go to get stuff. So I'm sure the preppers are going to have a lot of firearms as well, but I'm just saying, like, this is the bad part of the bad thing about having such a huge prepping supply is, you know, people are going to know about it, find out about it. And at the end of the world, they're going to be knocking, you know what I mean? So, but I'm sure, like I said, there's going to be a lot of firearms, but that's not good either because then it's going to be people versus people. And it's just going to be a shit show altogether. If it was a zombie apocalypse or something, then it'll be like people versus zombies. That would be cool in the sense that we know who is human and we know who we're fighting. Anyway, do I, did I got digress a little bit? Yeah, I think I digressed a little bit, but anyway, what I'm saying is that it's good to prep and plan. Okay. Because when 2012 hit, it was exactly like 2012 hit. It was the same thing as, as the year 2000, maybe even worse because it was the end of the mind calendar and everyone was building it up to be like this biggest thing in the world. And it was going to be the end of civilization as we know it, the end of civilization as we know it. What up Brock? And that was going to be that. And then, you know, obviously 2012 came and went and a lot of preppers just had a lot of stuff to prep and they were just, you know, they just had a massive supply and they were just ready for what's next. I still feel like around that time when they say 2012 was like the end of the world as we know it, I still kind of believe that because that was a very spiritual, very conscious age, like a very uh, new age era where people were actually thinking differently, having different perspectives on things, seeing things differently, um, utilizing the internet a lot more than they have in the last, you know, a couple decades or whatever, and finding out a lot of information. And in the process, finding out that the government is extremely corrupt and, you know, the people that run this world and the federal banks and all this shit, right? So it's like one of those things where knowledge is definitely power. So now, fast forward again, we had 2000, we had... 2012 and i guess just you know it varies too depending on where you live because if you can have a natural disaster too and you can have a lot of uh you could be prepared in a sense or you could be a prepper in a sense because if you have a natural disaster if you have if you live in an area with an earthquake or a hurricane or even a tornado like i had a couple weeks ago if you have no power for several days even the ice storm in new york we had a bad ice storm and shut the power off for four fucking days. I mean, four days is a long time. But imagine going without power for a week or two. Now you're really going to be needing the stuff that you are preparing for. Because if you're not prepared at all, you're going to be shit out of luck. Right? You're going to be completely shit out of luck. So now, fast forward again. And now I think people are starting to really open their eyes and realize that this is something that we should probably always have some type of plan and we should plan for the future. Like I said, we can't project the future. We don't know what's going to happen exactly, but we can have some sort of plan. And that, of course, was 2020 when COVID hit, right? Because when COVID hit, people from all across the globe realized, okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to be stuck in my house. I just lost my job. 
I just lost most of my money. I don't know what's going on with my kids. I don't know how I'm going to feed my kids. I don't know where I'm going to go to get another job. I'm hoping that these places have some food that are essential and they're open and I can actually get in there with the mask and gloves and everything. Remember when pe- when it first started, people had mask gloves on the whole nine. So that kind of put, it kind of instilled into people like, okay, maybe this might be a smart idea for me to start prepping. And once again, prepping is not hoarding. You feel me? Prepping is not hoarding. Hold on one second. Hold on one second there, Rock. Rock is trying to call in. Yo. Hello there. Yo, Rock. Yeah. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. Check, check. The topic was really fantastic, actually. Hmm, I don't hear you. I'm keen on talking about these kind of topics, you know? Hopefully we can get Rock back on because... uh, I want to, you know, I definitely want to have other people's perspective on this as well. And, and if they actually are interested in this conversation, but at the same time, you know, I want to know, are you guys preparing yourself? Because it's a difference between preparing, prepping and hoarding, right? Remember when COVID first came out and you couldn't buy toilet paper? To me, that was the stupidest motherfucking thing in the world. Like, where are your priorities? Where are your priorities? This is a pandemic that can, you know, let's say no one no one knew anything about it and everybody was scared to death, right? So let's say this was a pandemic that was like the Spanish flu and millions, millions and millions and millions of people died, just wiped out people across, you know, from each corner of the globe. Can you imagine? But no worries because everybody will have toilet paper. Everybody will have plenty of toilet paper to wipe their ass when they're shitting because that should be a top priority. I mean, to me, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. If you are, if it's end of the world scenario, okay, it's a nuclear bomb, it's a apocalypse, it's whatever it is. It's, it's, there's nothing except for you, your family, and your stash, your prep, right? Your prepping stuff that you got, which we're going to go down. Actually, we're going to go over a list. When we go over the list, and we're going to tell you, you know, exactly what kind of things to get and what kind of things to prep. It's just a, a, you know, pretty specific list or whatever, but just a generalized idea. It's a specific list, but a generalized idea. <clears throat> but, but toilet paper, are you kidding me? Like, if it's the end of the world, you can't wipe your ass with a fucking rag or something like that. I mean, to me, like, that was the craziest thing in the world. Um, but maybe that's just what people think. You know what I mean? Like, they just need those type of things. And maybe they're just looking at things completely differently. Um, or DuckDuckGo, whatever, Agenda 2030, and the One World Government, the New World Order, you know, that kind of stuff. Everything that has to do with all that is is starting to happen but just you know pretty slow um pretty slow but pretty quick at the same time because they have to get this done by 2030 and what that's only like seven years away seven and a half years away (coughs) excuse me so there's a lot going on in the next few years that's going to be crazy and it's going to feel like you know 
we're getting closer to the end, but obviously nobody really knows. But as far as just being prepared for whatever it is and whatever comes next, I mean, just do what you got to do. Just just be prepared to that point of being prepared and then being okay. You know, then at least you can at least breathe a little bit easier. And once again, if you have an entire Walmart underground, then that's not going to do you any good either because your neighbors are going to know that. And when the shit hits the fan, it's the end of the world. They're going to come right to you with, you know, shotguns and AK-47s, and they're going to know where the stuff is, and they're going to get it. Right? Right. All right. So 10 best everyday items for survival situations. Let's see if you guys have these already. Number 10 is a Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife, obviously very important for multiple reasons. You know, you never know, just like people are are dumb about toilet paper, you never know when you actually don't have, like, a can opener. You know what I mean? Like, imagine having a supply of canned foods, and you feel like, oh, I have, like, a week's worth of, you know, for me and my family of canned foods, and you don't have a fucking can opener. Or you can't find the can opener because, uh, you know, an asteroid just hit. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, <clears throat> I'm just making up examples, but you guys get the point. That would suck because you would starve and you would not be able to get into that food. Swiss Army knife, very important. I would say, I would actually say get a couple of them um, because they have the knife that is very useful. They have the can opener that's very useful. They have... Uh, I mean, what do they have? What else do they have? Scissors? They have right. Some of them have like a little pair of scissors. Um, no, I have not been in the army, Rock. I have not. But shouts to them. I love you all. <clears throat> you know, um, some of them I've seen. I've seen bigger models of Swiss Army knives that have like um, a little piece of rope. Uh, one of those matches, which we're actually getting to, that's that's later on the list. Um, we'll, we'll talk about matches. Obviously, that's very important, too. Exercises that you can execute with you and your family and have some sort of plan just in case. Because you really never know. I'm not trying to be, like I said in the beginning of the show, I'm not trying to be morbid. This is not going to be a morbid um, podcast. It never is. It's all about positive energy and laughs. That's what Mixture of Variety is all about. But we haven't talked about this, at least in a very long time. Not that I can remember. We haven't talked about this or did a show like this. So here we are. Next, very important, very important, ladies and gentlemen, first aid kit. I don't know if you guys could have guessed that or not, but first aid kit, uh, very important. There are some first aid kits that really don't have much of anything and are pretty small, and they have like two band-aids and an ice pack that needs to be frozen, (laughs) you know, Um, or maybe some peroxide, maybe some alcohol, maybe some, you know, if you get a really good one, though, then it has like, you know, all the bandages in it just in case something happens. You have to bandage something up. You have to bandage someone up is what I meant to say. You have to bandage someone up or you have to do whatever if you have to stop bleeding, if you have to disinfect something. I mean, the worst thing possible is like something happens and you hurt yourself. 
<laughs> rock i was thinking the same thing <laughs> alcohol yeah they just have like a bottle of, of tequila in the in the first aid kit you know what i'm saying like that'll be that'll work too end of the world scenario fuck yeah you know absolutely but yeah the worst thing ever like if you have to um you know let's say something happens a natural disaster let's say a natural disaster like a tornado earthquake or something like that happens hurricane and you're you have something that pierced your hand right? But you don't have anything to disinfect it. If you're without power, just sitting there for a week or so, something that could have been taken care of, something that could have been healed or healing, and something that could have been looked at as, you know, something easy to take care of is now an infected, disgusting mess. And you could possibly lose your hand because you don't have the right equipment. So, I mean, it's just stuff like this that some people don't think about. But even just these two that we just talked about, the first aid kit and the Swiss Army knife, why weren't those completely wiped off the shelves during COVID? Why the fuck was it toilet paper? I still don't know. It still trips me out. Two and a half years later, it still trips me out that everybody needed toilet paper when it was a a pandemic that nobody's seen for 100 years and nobody knew what was going to happen. So let's get all the toilet paper. But, But the first aid kits and the Swiss Army knives, you can still get, you know, online or whatever. It was just, it's just very weird, but obviously self-explanatory first aid kit. Okay. You guys, you guys get it. All right. This is what I was talking about before we were talking about. I have seen some Swiss army knives that you can pull out um, one of these. And one of these are a waterproof match and they have a waterproof lighters as well. Waterproof matches, I think are the most amazing things ever i really do i really think that invention is like over the top um with technology i'll never understand the technology is probably very simple technology is is probably coded with something but the fact that you can have fire and you can light fire and you can have warmth and you can take care of your family um you know like rock says save the kids first take care of your family you got to stay warm if a natural disaster happens and it's negative 15 degrees outside and you have busted windows you're going to be fucking freezing so you have to. This is very important, right? This is obviously very important. But then something happens where it gets, you know, the matches get wet or the lighter doesn't work or whatever it is. So if you have a couple of these laying around, they're really not that expensive. They're really good for camping. I have used them for camping um, on camping trips when it just starts to rain a little bit and you could still use them. It's it's fantastic. So definitely look into them. They have all different kinds, all different sizes those okay so obviously this one should have been first i don't know why it's number seven on the list but food and water i mean okay obviously that's like another one that's self-explanatory food and water in your prepping in your planning whatever it is food and water so you have to just think okay like how how much for each family member you have to think of that. You have to remember that if you're going to build an underground Walmart, that's a bad idea because your neighbors are going to be knocking down because they're going to know where the shit is. They don't have to go far. Um, so you don't want too much. And bottled water could go bad, too. I don't know if you guys knew that. Bottle, I mean, it takes a very long time, but bottled water could go bad as well. Um, they do have those life straws. Those life straws that are pretty incredible. Um, the filtration on them are, is absolutely insane. You can go, as long as it's like running water, you can go out in the woods 
in a stream. You can go out in a, you know, the bottom of a little waterfall or whatever it is. As long as it's running water, you can drink from it and you won't get sick from one of these life straws. Um, you can get them on Amazon. Really not that expensive. And then food, I mean, you know, you want like the rations. You want like the, um, what are those army meals called? The MREs, right? The MREs um, actually are pretty expensive. But if you get them, they're very easy to store and they're very, they're actually not bad tasting either. You know what I mean? It's not just like your entire week or two or month or whatever that you have no power and this whole shit hits the fan. You don't know what's going to happen because it's the end of the world. You're not just eating chalk and, you know, dust and paste for a, a month. This stuff's actually pretty good. So get a lot of that. Get a lot of, of food that you can actually store. You know, that's the main thing. Storable food, cans, a lot of canned stuff. A lot of Yes, I know a lot of cans can expire as well, but cans and just remember where the fucking can opener is, please. You know, have like a couple around your house. You know, I have two. Um, not for like preparation uh, or not for, not for prepping reasons, but I'm just saying like I have two. So, you know. Beans, yes, the beans are very good. Um, <clears throat> you know, very any type of foods that are high in fiber, high in protein, very good for you and your family. Um, so canned or any type of rations that you can just have that are going to last a very long time that are just sealed very well and are going to last, let's say, through the elements and possibly through insects, possibly through, you know, whatever. So obviously that should have been first, but you guys get the point. Food and water, obviously I'm sure everybody was thinking about that. Sturdy footwear is the next one. Sturdy footwear, I'm talking about hiking shoes, hiking boots. You know, you never know what's going to happen in a natural disaster. You never know what's going to happen in the end of the world. You never know what's going to happen in the apocalypse. Remember, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying uh, scenarios. I'm not saying it's going to happen next week. Might have, I just plan. Um, you don't know where you're gonna have to go. I mean, hey, let's say you have a life straw and you need to go. as well really good shoes for running really good shoes for walking you know what if your prep station or your underground bunker only did you so much and now you have to go into town for some help or you have to find out what's going on because there's no communications and your cell phone isn't working and your you know cable's not working and it's just you have no electricity so you're like you know what we use everything that we have here we have to we have to start walking you know, you might have to walk 5, 10, 20 miles, depending on where you live, you know, to find out what's going on or, or to um, find out what's going on with your neighbors. You know, your neighbors might be in trouble. Obviously, you should do that a lot sooner than, than a month. Um, the more unity that you have with your neighbors when it comes to shit like this, the better. You know, you don't want to have neighbors that, like, you barely ever talk to or you don't even know. There's really some people that would just go to, you know, move into some place 
and they barely ever talk to or see their neighbors. You don't want a scenario like that to happen when you're when it's like the end of the world or a really bad hurricane or natural disaster or something like that. Teamwork works, right? You guys got to all help each other out and it's better for everybody in that sense. You know what I mean? Then we got sleeping bags, ladies and gentlemen. Sleeping bags, very important too, just in case. You know, you never know where you're going to be sleeping. Um, if your house is completely destroyed, if you're... You never know. Whatever whatever situation is imaginable that you can think of where you would not be comfortable sleeping in your bed. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like, oh, well, it's the end of the world, but I'm just going to be sleeping in my bed and everything's fine. You know, obviously it's not going to be a, something like that. So it's something like if you were sleeping outside or if you were sleeping inside and there was, you know, everything was wet. I mean, just imagine whatever situation it could be. Sleeping bag is is very important. Um, I guess I, I don't really have anything else to say about the sleeping bag. You guys get it. You guys get it. Hey, I appreciate the five likes, Rock. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You guys um, listening... Uh, we do have new shows Mondays and Wednesdays that are live. Usually starts at nine o'clock. Uh, today's a little bit different, but make sure to follow us and you can check out our new shows. And then we got shows on Spotify as well. Just search Mixture of Variety Podcast. All right. So some sort of camping stove, some sort of, of camping stove. This is another good thing as far as heat. Uh, I don't know exactly how you would get this camping stove to work. Um, I mean, some of them use electricity, some of them you need to put in the heat yourself, meaning put in the fire yourself, light it on fire, start it on fire, it's gas, propane, something like that. Um, you know, so maybe propane would be a good idea too, and to make sure that you have something that is, can be lit with propane. Otherwise you're going to be shit out of luck. Just like if you have a bunch of cans and you don't have a can opener. You know, and definitely don't get electric one. If you're prepping, I mean, you could use that for your everyday life, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, obviously don't do something like that. Uh, don't have don't have something like that. And actually, I'm looking at this picture right now. They actually are showing one that if you start a fire in this camping stove, which is not really big. It looks like a maybe bigger than like a tea kettle, like an old fashioned tea kettle. But once you get the fire going, maybe with those waterproof matches, when you get the, the uh, fire going, then you just put sticks and other kindling in the side and you just keep it burning that way. That's actually pretty awesome. I've never seen one up something like that before. That's actually pretty awesome. All right. Then another one is an analog watch, compass, and maps. You got to remember, obviously, you're not going to be walking somewhere or doing something, going somewhere, taking care of something, or, you know, even trying to find the next town over, you're not going to be pulling out your GPS out of your pocket, right? You're obviously not going to be doing that. Compass is very useful as well, um, but a lot of people can tell what direction they're going by the sun. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should say a lot of people, but most people can, right? If the sun is a certain way, then you just know which way you're going to be walking. 
Um, if it's high noon and the sun is completely up, obviously you're going to have to wait a little bit to see what direction it's going down. Okay, it's going down. It's going to be setting in the west. The west is like that general direction, so now it can go this way. Um, the Rock says, do you think GPS will work in that situation? Well, the thing is, I think GPS, because they're on satellites and stuff like that, if the satellites are not affected, then it's a strong possibility that they would work. But the thing is, you're not going to have like electricity or anything i'm picturing like no like you can't turn on your phone your phone is done you know your battery is drained your your phone is done you have nothing um if that if you have some type of um like i actually recently just got a solar panel phone charger i haven't tested it out yet i charged it. it took forever to charge but i'm thinking if i use that with my phone, then maybe I could just keep my phone on. Um, but obviously it's not going to be connected to anything else. So it's a possibility that it could be connected to GPS. I don't know. I'm not sure. That is a good question though. All right. Then waterproofs, this kind of goes with the sleeping bags as well, because you know, the waterproofs, I'm, I'm thinking that the sleeping bags are going to have to be some sort of comfort level, but also maybe waterproof. I'm assuming that they were, that they were waterproof. And this is actually just saying waterproofs for number two. So number two, it's like, um, raincoats, ponchos, stuff like that. Just picture, you know, that you're going to get wet in some scenario, whatever it is. You have a, you have a hole in the top of your house, a branch hit it. You have an earthquake, you're living outside, you don't know what the fuck is going on, but waterproofs are definitely a good idea. Good protective clothing will save a lot of discomfort also because, you know, you're just not going to be soaking wet. Um, You might not have dry clothes to change into or those clothes get, um, get soaked after you change into them. You can buy light, high quality rain gear at a reasonable price and you know, in ge- in general, you should just, like, try to keep your clothing as dry as possible. And remember, if you're walking, your socks being soaking wet is going to be a problem, too. So that's why you have really good waterproof hiking shoes, because we already discussed that. Okay. Then, last but not least, I'm sure, especially you guys, because you're very smart in this room, and you guys know what's going on. I'm sure we can make another... You know, if if I was on here, if I was online for another 20 minutes, I'm sure we can make another list of 10. But this is just a list of 10 that I found for right now. Um, the last one is a rucksack. A rucksack. They don't cost a lot of money, or at least you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, but they are, you know, light, comfortable, and waterproof. Uh, backpack is also a great alternative. They also do have waterproof uh, backpacks, um, really like hardcore backpacks that are, that can definitely withstand the elements and probably withstand fire. You know, I've seen some that are really, really good. Obviously you don't want to use like a tote bag or purse or a suitcase or something like that, but you know, all the essentials that you'll need wherever you travel it's really one of those things like you're just going to take whatever you can, whatever you can when you need to 
escape or when you need to go somewhere else, when you need to leave the area that's no longer safe, right? What's easier to do? You know, how to, <clears throat> excuse me, what's easier way to do that than to have a rucksack, as they call it, or a book bag or something like that, just to carry all the stuff that you can, the amount of food that you can, and then you and your family, you go off and, and do what you need to do. Um, which is another thing, you know, to me, that's very funny about the toilet paper because, you know, you can't take the toilet paper everywhere without it being soaking wet or destroyed or ripped up or whatever. So yes, you're going to have to shit and use a rag or something, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not the end of the world if you have to do that. But obviously a lot of people thought that they, that it was the end of the world that they were going to shit and not use toilet paper. They just didn't know how to act. They didn't know how to act. That shit was very comical to me as you guys could tell because i'm still talking about it two and a half years later i can't believe it's been that long actually well ladies and gentlemen that is another episode of mixture of variety podcast please give it up one time all right all right all right appreciate that appreciate that appreciate you guys listening and like I was saying, Mondays and Wednesdays, we always have new shows. Monday is Manic Monday. We got a live show at 9 p.m. on castbox.fm, and then we got the Spotify upload right after that. And then Wednesday, we usually have the sex show. Me and Nikki P, we usually have the sex show, but we're not doing the sex show tonight. We're doing the sex show next week. Nikki P will be there. Nikki P joins me on the YouTube show. We're going to be live streaming on YouTube Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just like we always do. For information about all these shows and what we're going to be talking about, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Mixture of Variety. That's at Mixture of Variety. Big things popping next week. Big things popping next week. I'm going to be on Real Talk with Jay, with Jay the Patriot next week on Monday. Make sure you look out for that. And the info will be on the bio. And then the sex show next Wednesday. Damn, we're into August by then. And then our boy from Canada returns, Jungle Justin, next Friday on the live stream. So make sure you check that out as well. Until then, you guys have a great one, and I will see you next time. It's your boy, Patient Zero, signing out. Deuces!